on 2SM and the Super Radio Network. Welcome to High Tide. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. And Shimano, tomorrow's tackle today. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin. One pound to put in Mama's fridge Where the wobbler and the dragonfly Knew us like they knew the river bend But as sure as tins go rusty This boyhood story had to end Six minutes after four. Good morning, everybody. Welcome along to your Saturday edition of High Tide. Great to be with you this morning and a show that's absolutely jam-packed for your entertainment pleasure. As Dave mentioned, hopefully we'll be able to steer you in the uh, right direction for uh, some good fishing today. But there is a bit of wind about. There is a bit of rain about. Cheryl, great to hear you on air. Welcome to the Super Radio Network family. Great to hear a new voice here on air. The unfortunate thing I'm here to tell you, though, and Dave knows this, if you're a member of the Super Radio Network family, it means you're also related to this man. Good morning, Kieran Riki. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Did you like that? I just started off the show with a sledge today. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Why not? You'll get plenty. You'll get plenty as the day goes on. How's it up there? It's a. We had some rain overnight here, Kieran. Uh, there's a a reasonable well, a wind that's good enough that it tried to uh, going across the Sydney Harbour Bridge on the way to work. It tried to make me change lanes on its own. Um, so not the strongest wind we've had, but still a wind nonetheless. Well, the tackle stores I spoke to down south yesterday, because I'm up here and it's rained just a moment ago. Yeah. Were, were indicating that offshore fishing might be a bit difficult for the next couple of days. But um, they were suggesting if you want to go fishing, fish the beaches, fish the southern ends of the beaches. But we picked up some good reports. There's been plenty of action, plenty of shark activity. Be very much aware of the shark activity. Aren't they? They're everywhere at the moment. They are. They're down south, most unusual, they've had a big run of uh, bronze whalers. Oh, yeah. They're coming down at Naruma and Batemans. Yeah. Um, up north, the sharks are just everywhere. That thick, they can walk. You can walk on them, they reckon. <laughs> There's that uh, and you can walk straight over to that shore. Week. The commercial guys are getting about one or two fish out of every 20. Well, that's repeated from what I heard yesterday. Oh. Uh, but uh, with the um, inland waters, they're saying because of the heat and that and the water's dam levels are dropping dramatically in some areas. Uh, look, Just look around for the deep holes and the same with the trout. With the river fishing, you yeah. know, and the trout streams, you've got to look for deep protected areas for the fish. Okay, there's some good tips if you're um if you're that way. And we're going to give you some tips with uh, regard to the coast and estuaries as well. Although, oh, um, can I ask you a question? Better than anyone else I know. Um, that young lady from uh, down Port Hacking Way, did you get to talk? Will we um, talk to her? Mel Spikes. Um, no, I'll chat with her later tonight. 
Okay. So we could have a chat tomorrow. Yes, yes, yes. We will be chatting with Aaron out of Port Hacking, um, but uh, Mel generally likes to go out and make sure that um, she's had a fish, oh, although she okay. said... I've got she's, him around while she's Botany Bay. Yeah, she's Botany Bay. And she she did tell me during the week, she said, I might just have to tell everyone I was too... Uh, I didn't want to go out because it was too windy. There was a hurricane expected. <laughs> Her way of saying that um, there's a bit of a blow, and there is a bit of a blow, um, up to 30 knots. Um, sustained wind uh, today is expected. It's not quite that at the moment, but um, it is expected later on in the day. So, see, I'm looking at yesterday's forecast. I've I've got to add here, but well, the the forecast made for yesterday because it hasn't been updated. Uh, they're saying seas around one meter increasing to one point five to two meters during the morning. There'll also be a swell southerly one to one point five, tending southeast one point five around midday. So there is going to be a bit of a confused lump out there. Mm. Mr. Blake there today? No, no, Mr. Blake's on his way to Geelong. Oh. Okay, so you've got to do the update on the weather. I've got, well, don't I normally? You're going to be busy. Don't I normally? It's about the only thing I do do with any competence. Little computer and (laughs) and, and can let you know, you know, he backs in there, boom, boom, with uh, what's going to happen. Oh, well, then the sledging won't be that heavy today. No, 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 it's just me you've got to deal with, so you get half of what you normally get. That's really good. I pray to that we've got to get Al's tips. Well, we might have to get your your tips and my tips. Oh, gee, you we don't want my tips. Encouraging. <laughs> you don't want my tips, I can assure you of that. Cause, uh, maybe we might take a break and we'll catch up with Brad Ekman and take a look at how things are going in Lake Macquarie and kick off good our idea. fish report, shall we? We'll be back in a second. This is High Tide. 131269 Talking Sport. This is 2SM. 20 years ago, we started Talking Sport. I suppose we've got to stay happy New Year, but you can't get sick nearer that. <laughs> Yet in time, it was clear that what you love would dominate the hours of air we occupy five days a week. Welcome back. I'm sitting in the shed celebrating a birthday. Not mine, but your 21st. So how good's that? Excellent. Yeah, no, the afternoon's not the same when you aren't here, that's for sure. You will still receive the passion we have for our games and your calls and those texts. Boys, great to have you back where it's like being with your mates at the pub without leaving the house. <laughs> on you, Pat. Well, you took your sweet time getting back. I mean, five weeks oh. is one-tenth of a year. Has that ever occurred to you? That's okay, mate. The most important thing is, thank God you're back. Happy New Year. 21 years on, it's great to be back. Talking Sport. Weekdays from three. There is no better venue for weddings in Western Sydney than Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. With a beautifully appointed clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green, Twin Creeks can turn your get-together, party or celebration into a memorable special occasion. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Friendly Function Staff on 9670-8888. With Angel Flight, hundreds of needy, seriously ill Australians don't have to spend painful days on the road. Angel Flight pilots fly them there, free of charge, turning miles into minutes. So please, support the work of Angel Flight 
or get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver and help bring blessed relief to people who so desperately need some. The all-electric seven-seat Kia EV9. Silence never felt so loud. Visit kia.com.au to find out more. Kia, movement that inspires. Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian ride registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? This is 2SM Sydney. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network, you're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au and Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is 14 minutes after four. Good to have the pleasure of your company this morning, uh, Ronnie. Yes, Ronnie says he is out at Ebenezer at the moment and says it's absolutely fine out there and no wind at all. So I think it's going to be one of those days where we just don't know how it's going to play out until until we get out there. So as you quite often hear Alan Blake say, stick your nose outside the heads if you're going out. Have a think about it before uh, before you, you do actually go and if you don't like what you see or as they say if in doubt don't go out still waiting for the uh, weather forecast to be updated for you i'll bring you that soon as it is available for you in fact i'll just double check here no definitely not there Kieran Rieke's joining us online from his home you know what it's like being a multi-millionaire you don't leave home to go and do radio fortunately though the, the workers myself and brad ekman are here online as well good morning brad how are you Good morning, how are you? Not too bad, buddy. How was the week for Renegade Blue Water Charters? Oh, the weather hasn't been real kind this week. No. We had, um, had one of your listeners, uh, Robert, come out on Monday, and the weather was beautiful on Monday, but the fishing was terrible, and then ever since then, the weather's gone terrible, and it's terrible right now, too. It is today now, that's for sure. The weather's gone terrible, and the fishing's gone great. Yeah, that's it. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, sort of. Um, yeah, not a nice day out there today. That's for sure. So, if 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 you're desperate for a fish today, and obviously we're talking, um, well, see, it just depends how it all plays out. I still think twenty to twenty-five knots if forecast. Um, taking a look at Windy TV. Uh, oh, what are they? That's old school. Uh, it's called just windy now, um, and it is a bit that way. It's saying twenty-seven knots uh, sustained. Uh, and it looks like it's going to back off a little bit. This is offshore. Uh, do take note as the wind start, starts to move up towards uh, Newcastle. But still uh, a decent sort of a lump uh, wave-wise, uh, 2.5 metres out of the southeast on a seven-second period. So you'd have to think the people are you oh. know, going to err on the side of caution. Oh, very nice. Absolutely. <laughs> you know... 
I wouldn't even bother going out today at all. That's for sure. Only place I'd be fishing is in the Ponty Channel or in the lake in the Lee somewhere behind a headland or something like that. Well, if they were going to jump into the lake or the, the Swansea Channel, I don't mean physically jump in. I just mean fish out there. Uh, what would you? Where would you recommend they go, and what would you recommend they use? Nah, I think uh, the Salt Bay inside Swansea Head, and um, you could just sort of early up and. I think you'd get your whiting and your broom and a few flathead. You'd pretty well get everything there. Taylor, you know, mullet and garfish as well. Like, um, yeah, it'd be quite good fishing there. It would be, that's for sure. So they are about, you've just uh, got to brave the conditions. Yeah, absolutely, that's it. There's a big fishing competition in the lake this weekend. Some state estuary fishing competitions. So um, there'll be a lot of people in the channel and around the lake fishing. Yeah, see, I don't know. What, what do you like? I don't like. Comp- I, I don't mind competitions. I just don't like competition when I'm out fishing because they're going to catch the fish and I'm not. Yeah, I just, I just come out for a good day and uh, that's about it, really. Anyway, It'd be interesting to see uh, how they play out because the uh, the lake has been firing pretty well this summer. Oh yeah, it's absolutely yeah on fire big time now. Like the, everything's so warm and the you know the squid are around, the crabs are around. And- I don't know if it's just because social media is such a thing at the moment, but the amount of sharks I'm seeing on social media, uh, social media in Lake Macquarie seems way higher than normal. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I reckon it's true. That's for sure there's more around this year just because the water conditions and the water and everything is, you know, the best it's been for a long time. And I think it is anyway. And when it's that good, it's sort of, um, they just come with it, I guess. You know what I mean? And a lot of people are pointing out on social media, and Kieran, I'm sure you'd jump in on this, the the fact that there are so many sharks around gives you an idea that our our lakes, rivers and estuaries are have, have rebounded and there's, there's a lot of fish there. Oh, yeah. Well, naturally. And because we reduce, you know, the commercial activity from so many areas, which has allowed the, the fish to uh, just develop and develop. Lake Macquarie is one of those areas where the commercial activity is gone. So once the shark gets in there, he's got no reason to leave. <laughs> True. You know, I'm just going back to that wind velocity. Is there not a strong wind warning out this morning? I'm waiting for it to be updated, Kissa. Uh, hasn't come through yet. Um, not sure what's happening down at the bureau. I've still got 10 p.m. last night. As of 10 p.m. as of 10 p.m. last night, uh, there is a marine maritime warning that's current for the Hunter Coast, Sydney Coast, and Illawarra Coast uh, for Saturday. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's blowing 25 knots here every day of the week at the moment, that's for sure. Yeah, see, Ronnie is out at the moment, and he said, yeah, no wind at all. So it's just going to be one of those tricky days. But I still say, air, air on the side of caution myself. Yeah, uh, did you... he, he, he's 50k inland. Yeah, yeah. He's not on the coast. No, he no. might even be 60k inland. But is, see... he on the, is he on the Hawkesbury? He's at well, Ebenezer. Ebenezer, yeah. And that, and that, that's protected there. It's not open to draw the wind anyhow. And um, 
Yearn has just sent a message saying that uh, he can't give us an on-water report. Unfortunately, he's at home drinking coffee, which is... Oh, I think he's probably at work, to be honest with you, drinking coffee, but he's listening to the program, which is great to hear. Now, Bradley, did you have a charter booked in today? Did you have a charter booked in today? Yes, and we called it off a day and a half ago because it was just very imminent that this weather was going to be no good today. So there you go, punters. There you go. If you want to know whether you should go out today, that's all you need to know. So sorry sorry you're missing out on a few bucks today, buddy. We do appreciate um, your time this morning. If people want to book with Renegade Blue Water Charters, they just give you a buzz? Absolutely. That's the go. 0437 389 or just on our social media page if they flick us a message. Beautiful. You have a great one, mate. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Have a great day. Thank you. There is the skipper, Brad Ekman, from Renegade Blue Water Charters, joining us on High Tide this morning. Great guy. As you know, I spent some time with him, Karen, over Christmas. Just such a chill guy. And when it comes to fishing, oh, my God, it's just like a walking encyclopedia up that way. Yeah, let me remind people, too, that the reason not only do you cancel, but the charter operator has to cancel because once that strong wind warning comes, there is no insurance. No insurance. So, you know, you're not insured, the boat's not insured, nobody's insured. Yeah, yeah. and So, uh, so they have to do that uh, with caution and a lot of times it costs them a lot of money. Yeah, and that's that's part of it. You know, we, you can't have people putting themselves in precarious positions, you know. No. Uh, and by the way, I can't give you the uh, tides this morning because I I haven't got the facilities to do that. So I'll have to rely on you to bring us up to speed. But the tides will be high. They have been high all the week. Um, so there'll be a two-metre tide at least. Sorry, just grabbed the wrong keyboard there, Kieran. <laughs> it's not a good morning this morning, I can assure you. I'm just going to grab these. Uh, <laughs> let's hope. <laughs> At Fort Denison, let's grab those four people straight away because we usually start the uh, show um, with that. So today's tides. <laughs> we had a low at 0.38 of a metre at 2.51 a.m. The next uh, high tide will be 2.04 of a metre at 9.23 a.m. Then another low at four, uh, three minutes after four this afternoon of 0.15. I've got to say 0.15, otherwise Blakey gets upset. And then another high tide of 1.52 of a metre at 10 p.m. Tonight, so they are your tides. We'll bring you more of that very shortly. In a moment, we're going to head down the south coast and catch up with Captain Ross O'Brien. Won't be a moment. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. But someone's passed me this one. Can I sue my beekeeper neighbour? My neighbour's bees flying around my garden, stealing the pollen or nectar from the flowers. Then the bees go back to my neighbour and create honey, but then harvests the honey and sells it. I was just bewildered by that uh, bee turnout. Oh, the email. What's she going to do next? Is she going to take people to court for getting food deliveries? Talk tonight. If rural property owner allows a truckload of hives, Mm. the tradition is always that at the end of the season they're rewarded with a tin of honey. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. They reckon the numbers are getting out of control again. 
The joke up here among us is we need another election because when we had the last election, COVID just disappeared straight away. So <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8pm. Today I'm talking to Glenn, who is one of Arborvitae's many happy customers. Hi, Glenn. Hello, Leith. When did you start taking Arborvitae and what for? My mild arthritis had progressively deteriorated. I was reaching the stage of me being virtually crippled. A friend of mine suggested that I try Arborvitae, so I gave it a go. What benefits have you noticed from Arborvitae? After just the first bottle, the pain went from 8 out of 10 down to a manageable 2 or 3 out of 10. Are you happy to recommend Arborvitae and what would you tell our listeners about this product. Absolutely. I've told all my friends to give it a go. The secret is to have two or three bottles till the pain subsides and check dose that you're having the correct amount. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thanks for your time, Glenn. Arborvitae is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arborvitae health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Arborvitae.com.au. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. It's never been more important to buy Australian than right now. Our local manufacturers and growers produce world-class products known for their quality, safety and reliability. All while generating local jobs, supporting our communities and helping Australian families now and into the future. So look for the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. Buy Australian now. Visit australianmade.com.au Hey you, right now you're listening to a radio ad about DAB Plus Radio on the radio. Think about it. It's like the cells inside your brain that's inside your head that's on top of your body are informing you that you can listen to this station in digital quality on a DAB Plus radio for free or on a smart speaker. Discover the auditory awesomeness of more radio within the radio. Search DAB Plus and listen now. 2SM has Sydney talking. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. You're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au and Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Welcome back to High Tide. Time now to catch up with Ross O'Brien as we head down the south coast. G'day, Roscoe. How are you? All right, mate. Yeah. Hello, listeners. Lovely, lovely, lovely looking weekend ahead of us. So, with a bit of luck, we'll get some fish. They've been getting them down here again, mate, during the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some of the sizes of the flatheads are now dropping back a bit. Yeah, that's so, interesting. That is interesting. Problems. Yeah, it's obviously the all the big ones are either gone in the hiver or they're waiting for the younger ones to get a bit older. If you tell them in grist. Yeah, that. So uh, we have we have been looking at some pretty interesting um, currents off the coast. There's just lots of eddies. One day you've got 21 degrees water temperature, and the next day 19 too. So that's going to play havoc with the with the crew. Oh, definitely, mate. Yeah, yeah, no risk that. People don't realise the the debt, uh, the the dis- differences we get in um, water temperatures. You know, um, it's really um, amazing when you tell people. And I go, huh? 
you know, particularly and, the... And particularly down there, Roscoe, I surf down there a lot. And when the beaches in Sydney yeah. are, are quite acceptable and you go down to Kiama or, you know, Jones Beach or the farm or any of those places, the boneyard, as soon as you get in the water, you can feel that it is significantly colder than what it is in Sydney. Yeah, definitely, mate. Like, see, the, the current comes down and hits bass, it hits bass point there and goes out. Yeah. So that's why, you know, when I had the charter boat, I used to fish up there in about 50 fathom of water and you get the fish that have been turned away yeah. by the current. Yeah. And uh, we we had some good fish, good days there, but it's, uh, if you're heading south, it's a very short drift. And if you're heading north, it's a little bit longer. It just depends on what wind you got or current on the day. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's definitely worth having a look there. Just line up uh, with um, Bass Point yeah. and head out to your head around, say, start at 30 fathom and work your way out to 50. So yeah, 30, well, 30 fathoms. I'm just trying to do the maths in my head. That's what, 15 metres, 20 metres? Yeah, something like that, mate. I've never used metres. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I just, I just it, was, it was funny. I was actually watching a show. I thought of you during the week. I was watching a show where, um, you know, I was talking about everything was in, in metric. And the Americans all yeah. in the in the chat group and were complaining that they weren't uh, weren't talking about uh, weren't talking it in um, in you know U.S. terms or imperial terms. So then the next yeah, episode yeah. they put out, they got they got really smart and they went, "This this missile can go five hundred kilometres." For our American friends, that's seventeen thousand five hundred and sixty seven <laughs> foot long subways. You know, all this sort of rubbish. <laughs> So yeah, thirty meters, thirty meters is not that far no. offshore from Kiama. I'm just looking at no, Kiama no. at the no, moment. No. So you're, you're looking yeah. at what less than, or well, probably around about a mile. Yeah, give it a take a foot. Yeah, yeah, about a mile, not much more. Um, but there's there's um, drop offs all the way through there. Yeah, so it'll come up and then drop off. But the reefs are looking for is very wide. Um, from um, out to sea. It sort of goes out to sea and then thins out. Yeah. But the ones inside are quite thin. You're only, if you're going, if you're going um, in, into the shore, that's good. But if you're go, going uh, on an angle to any of the islands, it's gonna, you're going to have trouble because you won't be there for very long. Yeah. You, know? you might I, get two fish and then it'll back off on you. And it makes sense, those big drop-offs. When you, you look down around the banks at Kiama, um, the, the height of those hills, which are ex-volcanoes that need to be pointed out. Um, apparently That's right. apparently a, a few billion years ago that they were sitting on the other side of New Zealand is what I'm told, but uh, that drop-off that you see down through the bends goes all the way down into the ocean for about about a mile out, and that's where it starts to taper off a little bit. So um, plenty yeah, of good fishing yeah, well, down there. That's why, that's why when you go down that way fishing, um, if you if you've got a whistle and you're getting blown out to sea, you start right in as close as you can get with safety. Yeah. And slowly you drift at the start because the the uh, land's um, giving you a bit of cover. And once you get out of that, you know you're out of it because your boat doubles in speed. Yeah. Going uh, sideways, you know. Yeah. But we've got some great fish down there towards it. Um, We've got some great fish down there out out wider, out around 45, out, right out to 50, 30. 
35. That's good reef all around there. And it's the same really all the way up the coast. It, it, um, there's, there's plenty of spots for fish. I've always said that ever since I've been on the program. There's plenty of spots for fish down here. Mm. And there's a lot of safe spots. Safe spots. Yeah, and with teeth, just have the same, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Pop the teeth back in with the with the winds we're expecting yeah. this weekend. While they're not like off the scale, they're still strong enough. So I dare say the river will be uh, quite uh, quite important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up the river and the lake, mate. I'd, what I think they're predicting the westerly, aren't they? I don't know. I looked at it this morning. South southeasterly, south to southeasterly. Southeasterly. Okay. Um, for most yeah, of the that, day, it's going to spin good. around, but yeah, yeah, that that that'll be all right. At um, you could start right down the the ninety mile beach end, and just get blown along the edges there. You're going to get some good fish there. The flathead are still there near the front of the blowhole, so yeah, that's worth a drop. Um, Bombo will be the same, but if it gets any stronger, we'd be looking at um, Minamara. Yep. Definitely Minamara because you can get out of any wind in there. And um, down the other side of uh, Bassy, mate, you know, onto near Blake's Marine, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Most of those places down that way, I, I can't get in. They're uh, a little bit lean. But, yeah, the marina, you can definitely get into the marina all right. Oh, yeah, definitely, mate, yeah. Yeah, well, you've got to make sure Blake lets you go down there, you know. I'll see if I can't get approval. <laughs> I, think, I think you've got to fill out a plan of what you're going to do and how long you're going to be there and all that. You know? <laughs> Too true. <laughs> Too true. Uh, Buddy. Uh, how's that, Al? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Sledge the boy while he can't talk. I love it. But we might catch up with you tomorrow and uh, continue on with our fish report then. Thanks for your time. Yeah, no worries. Hopefully I'll be alive tomorrow. Well, thank you, Ross. Ross O'Brien there on the south coast. Time to venture a little bit further north. We're going to head up to Port Hacking, and Aaron Langdon joins us online from Lunatics Fishing. G'day, Aaron. How are you this week? I'm good, thank you. You got out um, fishing both days last week. How did things shape up for you? Uh, yeah, got out both days on the weekend, and it was really, really good. Um, uh, like one of your other reporters was stating that, Topwater whiting was really, really good on the weekend and those run-out tides, once that water drained away from those flats, there was plenty of fish on those edges throughout the weekend. Beautiful. What were they grabbing? Anything in particular? Uh, they were grabbing little surface walkers, about 65 millimetres wrong. I was using a Daiwa surface walker, but any normal clear surface walker will work on those whiting. Nice. No, I mean, whiting's my favourite fish to eat, so I'm I'm really biased in, in that department. So what else is out there that we can grab? Uh, there's still plenty of flathead and kingfish around the edges at the moment. Again, like I was saying last week, if you can find the bait, you're going to find where those fish are stacking up. So it's all about where the bait fish are, are hanging out, and if you can find them, there's going to be nice-sized predators, even the pelagics, uh, in that mix as well. Yeah, definitely. If you can find where those port hacking pilchards are, you're going to be in for a good session. And you can also catch them on little small sabiki bait jigs as well. So if you can even catch them, that's even better as well. Do you find that there's an area where the bait fish like to hang out more often than not? I know I'm sort of asking you to look into a crystal ball here, but but I think you know where I'm going with it. Yeah, so um, a lot of the deeper drop-offs, so we've got our southwest arm drop-off and our lily-pilly drop-offs. 
Um, that's where they you'll generally find those, specifically the port pilchers will be around there. Yeah. Um, also, a good a good way to do is to slow the boat down and seeing if there's any slight slurps on the surface. That's generally where they will be. You'll see them slurping along the surface across that Lily Pilly Bay. They've been doing that for, I say, the last three weeks now pretty consistently. So if you can head out Lily Pilly with a, a Sabiki bait jig, you should be in for a good little session of catching some bait. And how's the shark scene in Port Hacking? We're getting reports. Uh, I mean, every second day now, you know, Lake Macquarie and places like that, there, um, you know, there's videos of hammerheads and, and a couple of bull sharks. And there's bull sharks in Sydney Harbour. There was a group out fishing uh, for them uh, during the week with a television crew to, to make a point. And I know up at Pitwater, they're, they're absolutely everywhere. What, what are they being like down at Port Hacking? Are they a problem? And I'm, I'm, I'm not talking from a swimming point of view. I'm talking from, oh, look, I've got a fish. Oh, I've got a head. Um, not, not in the sense from a fishing point of view. Um, there's been no really um, consistent reports, I guess, of sharks. But certainly this time of the year, as that water um, really, really starts to warm. Our, our water in the Port Hacking at the moment is about 25.3 degrees. So definitely you'll see um, maybe the occasional shark pushing up into the shallows, chasing um, bait fish and all that. But um, certainly no big reports like, uh, the, like we saw in the harbour during the week. Now we're expecting a bit of a blow this weekend, in, in particular tomorrow on Sunday. Um, reasonable sorts of winds around as well. So is there a place that you can suggest in Port Hacking, either land-based or on boat, that people should go? If And where should they go and what should they target? So with the, the, the subway heading on uh, Saturday, any of the southern regions of the Hacking, so we've got Southwest Arm would be the perfect one for the subway, and our Northwest Arms are really, really good in those subways. Um, and you could fish all of those rock walls and all the drop-offs along there, and you should find some nice fish and out of the wind. But, of course, um, there's quite a fair subway coming in, so as long as we're being safe on the water and we're um, driving to the appropriate conditions, you should be able to, one, get out there safely and, two, hopefully find yourself a fair fish. Now, Aaron, if you were out both days last week, I dare say you had some decent content to put on Lunatics Fishing on YouTube, the YouTube channel. i got to admit this week I've been flat out and I haven't had the chance to watch any. I'll try and catch up with some tonight. But what 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 have you posted and what can I be looking forward to seeing? Okay, so uh, as of next week, there will be a new how-to video, which um, I've actually managed to get outside and catch some squid over the last couple of weeks. And I've done a how-to video on how to catch squid um, that you can apply to any river um, or offshore conditions to catch squid. So it's more specifically for the port hacking, but a lot of the tips that I give in the video are applicable to all the way along our east coast where you can catch any squid or calamari universal buddy thank you so much for your time so early on this saturday morning we'll look forward to chatting with you again next week no worries lunatics lunatics fishing on youtube go and check it out we'll take a break and be back on the other side of this in 2024 2SM has Sydney talking. If you'd like to raise a topic, you've come to the right place. We're all in this. 13 12 69, the telephone number. Richard King has Sydney talking. Our Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, who's on the line. Good morning, Prime Minister. Good morning. Brent Bultitude has Sydney talking. It's all fine and dandy for the Treasurer and the Prime Minister to turn around and say, look what we're doing. Toothless Tiger stuff, unfortunately. Talking sport has Sydney talking. It's like being with your mates at the pub without leaving the house. <laughs> on you, Pat. Gary Stewart has Sydney talking. 
thank you, Gary, for putting me on the show. My pleasure. Thank you. In 2024, John Laws will continue to keep the dream alive. That's a bit of what is on my mind, so I'd like to know what's on yours. Pick up the telephone and tell us all about it. In 2024, 2SM has Sydney talking. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL kit home. Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. Hi, I'm Patrick Dangerfield. How good is getting out on the water? But what if something happens to your boat or jet ski? You want to know that you can count on your insurance. That's why I choose Club Marine, boat insurance by people who know boats. Club Marine is Australia's largest provider of boat insurance with more than 50 years experience. So if you're looking for flexible cover options, exclusive member benefits and fantastic claim service, look no further. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au and discover why boating's just better with Club Marine. TMD available at clubmarine.com.au. Read the PDS to see if this insurance is right for you. Our bathroom wear stock is overflowing at Beaumont's, so we're pulling the plug. Save on bathroom packages. Take up to 30% off all bathroom wear, like exclusive Timberline Vanity, 30% off. You'll be happy you chose Beaumont's. Imagine if you could transport yourself from your car to this one. Discover the Hyundai Santa Fe. Serenity in the front, harmony in the back. With Lane Keep Assist, avoid the horns and the headaches. Not to mention the choice of six or seven seats to suit all your family's needs. Enjoy a $2,000 factory bonus for a limited time only at your local dealership today. Imagine that. Hyundai. Catholic Health Care is passionate about building care and activity plans for over 65s that transform your well-being. Join Catholic Health Care and get the home care you want to help you explore new horizons. Visit catholichealthcare.com.au 2SM, Sydney's Talking, 2SM 1269. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network... This is High Tide. Brought to you by Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It certainly is, and we will tell you a little bit more about Blake's Marine as the morning goes on. Still no weather update from the Bureau of Meteorology for uh, the Broken Bay to Port Hacking area, so I'll give you what I've got. We're looking at southerly 20 to 25 knots, reaching up to 30 knots during the morning. Winds turning southeasterly, 15 to 25 knots during the middle of the day. Seas around 1 metre, increasing to 1.5 to, to 2 metres during the morning. The swell will be southerly, up 1 metre to 1.5, tending southeast. 1.5 in the middle of the day. For the Gold Coast region, we're talking here from Cape Morton to Point Danger. Uh, you are looking at, see if they've updated theirs. No, they haven't updated theirs either. Uh, South Eastly, 15 to 25 knots. Seas 1 to 1.5 metres, increasing 1.5 to 2 during the afternoon. The swell, the first will be at Eastly at 1.5, tending South Eastly 1.5 during the morning. Second swell will be around a metre coming out of the south, and there is a 60% Chance of a shower. Time, Kieran, to say good morning to Bobby Dean. How are we, gentlemen? Not bad, yourself? That's good, mate. Kieran, they banish you again from here. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, the mud crabs came on, and uh, we're going to have was that after you today while I watch the race. See, that's all you need to know, Bobby. And had nothing to do with me. He left because of mud crabs. He left me for a crab. <coughs> yeah. Better to have a feed than a dose. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'll leave it to you to add to that, Bob. No, don't. Yeah, yeah mate, you're talking about that wind. I had a look at Kernel and it was flowing around that 15, 18 knots out there. So, yeah, stay at home, mate. Go and steal the missus' credit card. Well, that would be a good idea, wouldn't it? Or yeah. go to, uh, just go to a local tackle store. Yeah. At yeah. least you know you can go to a tackle store. And you can talk to the people because they can talk back to you about what what you are interested in in fishing and tackle. Whereas you go to the supermarkets, one they can there's no one to talk to, and second those that are there don't know anything about what they're selling. Yeah, yeah, that's that's about right, Karen. But uh, yeah, mate, look, there's a few fish around. Yeah, some people are struggling, other people are braining it. So you know, it's just one of those things at the moment. With That's, those big tides. That seems to be the um, the general consensus at the moment, um, Bobby, that some people are just nailing it and other people are, are struggling dramatically. In your experience, is there a reason for that? Yeah, well, the more you fish, the more you, the more you catch. You keep in contact with where fish are moving and their habits as they change. Mm-hmm. You know? Um that's what we used to find. Didn't matter whether I was out chasing the marlin or or, or running whiting. The more you fish, and you keep with them. Or young know, Brimman flooded in the bay, Botany. You know, we had two other boats, and we always worked together. And you could follow the fish around in the bay. Yeah. So yeah, it's time on the water. That's why yeah, you know, a lot of estuary charters and that. Uh, extremely successful because they're on the water and they can hear the trends and they've got friends. They've got ears on the water, you know. It's one of those things. But, you know, like we're saying today, today's the day to go down to the tackle shop and have a chat. Yeah. Be your tackle box's best friend. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's, there's plenty to learn, like, they have all these new lures that come out, the rods, the different type of rods that are made these days. Ah, oh, look, I, I, I can, yeah, remember my first little one was a six foot six split cane, you know, but. Yeah. Yeah, and it went from there to a little green solid fiberglass thing. You know, it would have been good, good for killing snakes, as the old man used to say. <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple no, of those. Technology's still. gone a long way, mate. You know, yep. yeah, yeah. Four yeah, yeah. Forty dollar reel now. What, you know, forty years ago was top end. Now you can buy a combo for forty bucks, and it's better quality. Yeah, yeah. No. Well, look at reels. Reels have improved dramatically. Yeah, but look, the biggest thing for for learners is. Probably one of the most important is to learn how to set a drag. You know? Yeah. You get your mate from the tackle shop to help set you up. Teach you a basic knot, you know? Uni knot. Tie anything. Swivels, join lines, the whole lot. Double uni, you know? Um, the thing is, it's the old kiss me method, mate. Keep it simple. 
Yeah, that's what they say, isn't it? The old saying, keep the simple stupid. That's exactly right. But anyway, look, there's a few fish around, Kieran. Um, down off Wollongong, that 50 plus metre mark, there's been a lot of mullies and reds up to about 54 centimetres. Mm-hmm. Come back up a little bit further towards the National Park and in that 30, 40 metre range, quite a few flathead. So, um, off botany and reefs, there wouldn't be much different, I wouldn't think. Um, I've heard nothing of the Kings offshore, but there's no reason they wouldn't be on the peak in the 12 mile. Um, yep. There's still been quite a few little black male in the enclosed, so, you know, a lot of mean closes, you know, anything from half a mile offshore to three, four, five mile. What we found with them was, you know, troll lures and ink from five to eight inches. And you, look, you don't have to be a full-on set-up game boat to do it, mate. I've done it out of a 14 foot tinny with, you know, two rod holes. Mm-hmm. You can do it quite successfully. And so, um, you know, it's just, just be careful you get those little fish around the boat. You know, one thing to remember, when you do take them on the lead, the first thing you do, especially with small fish, is get hold of the bill. At least you've you got some protection from them. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen some pretty close near misses. Uh, so, yeah, it's just one of those things. But, uh, you know, it's worth all having a go. And again, go talk to your tackle shop. You know, basic thing is when you're sitting up, we'll say a little small boat, you know, 40 to 50, you know, one lead of... 40 metres and one lure at 50 metres, make sure they're breathing good. If they're not breathing good, speed up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the flatter the conditions, go that little bit faster. It's, uh, you know, it's all relative. Well, see, they were talking to me down south that the, um, the, the rock fishing has been a little bit quiet because it's been a bit flat during the week. Yeah. You know, the fish are there and they're getting some, but not like they should be, you know, because there was no movement really. Yeah, well, the beaches have been the same. This little it all up. Yeah, the beaches have been the same, you know. Yeah. Um, you, you, you fish like to have a bit of cover, a bit of shelter. You know, it's like a lot of people make the mistake, you know, a big, deep blue hole goes chucked right out in the middle and I catch bugger all. And you fish the edges of the hole where the white water washes over. Especially on that beach fishing, eh, Bob? Yeah, most definitely. And I, I don't think I was only chatting with a young lady yesterday in the coffee shop. Um, been on the beach before sunrise. Yeah, taking a bait, whether it's a worm or a pilly or whatever. I don't think there's any much better than that other than when you're in a boat ducking offshore. Yeah. You know, it's horses to courses. It certainly is. I mean, it's a wonderful feeling. uh, That early morning sunrise and you're standing there and a bit of water splashing around your feet. You know, uh, know, just, just have a look for that channel that's running close to you. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, it's it, isn't it? Yeah. So, well, if you want something. You know, whether you're a morning person like I am or yeah. afternoon people like my nephew, you know, morning and afternoon, two prime times to fish the beach. 
or fish, yeah. you know, lakes, rivers, whatever, as well. Um, but you know, like this weekend, we got those huge tides. That makes you know makes it very difficult on the rivers. You know, I was hoping to get down to picnic point, but you know, when you got these big tides, there's still so much uh, leftover plastic in the river. If you if forever pulling any strips of line, uh, plastic off your lines. Next weekend, when it settles down and they settle down, it'll be a lot better. There's been a lot of small mulloway in the river, but there has been some keepers around that you know, 80 to 90 centimetre mark, up in the mid sections of the river. That's in the Georges? Yes, mate, in the Georges from, you know, Como up. Yeah. I've heard no reports of whiting in the river, but they definitely be around Coma and down into the Botany and the like, out off the uh, patches of Tara. Uh, I know there's been whiting in Brencourt there. Uh, very little reports from the harbour, other than there's still heaps of leather jackets, both Ambelly and, and Six Fine, all the walls producing heaps. So that's good. Are you a fan of leather jackets? Yeah, very simple. Got them behind it, rip it off, yep. rip the skin off, ready to cook. Yep. You can't you can't get much better easier than that. And I think they're a very pleasant tasting fish too. Oh, I love them. So yeah. many people steer away from them because of uh, the layer they have on the outside. It's just called a non non-slip product, mate. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you want to do your nails, mate. Yeah, you could go near the mouth, but I'll tell you what, otherwise don't. <laughs> Sorry, Kieran? Isaiah, you think they're rolled in sandpaper? Yeah, about 80 grit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, they are a, a simple fish, not the prettiest. In some respects, but uh, great eating fish and easy to easy to handle. Just don't put them in a keeper net. <laughs> mate of mine made that mistake. Mm. He had a nice catch of blackfish, and he caught a couple of leather jackets to go with, and, and he had nothing and uh, destroyed keeper net. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things. I think at the moment the way things are with the activity of the sharks that. Don't don't worry about looking at the fish as you pull him up to the top of the water and think, oh, gee, that's a nice looking... But especially fish like snapper and that, where they get all the colour flashing, you know? Yeah, yeah, but... You know, people have a tendency, oh, look at that, you know, blah, blah, blah. Whoops, then he's gone. The shark took him. But they, they, they're quite pre- extremely prevalent, but, uh, you know, I actually watched it on Facebook the other day. He had the Sydney markets and they had log section of a shark, you know, look like it was 80, 100 kilo fish. It's the only time you're allowed to legally fin them. So, um, but you have to utilise the whole shark and it brings reasonable money. Well, people are going to realise that <laughs> for a lifetime, most of the fish they got out of a fish and chip shop, if you didn't buy the whole fish you're having um, cooked while you want it, uh, was all sharp. Yeah, I didn't mind a bit of flake 
Gentlemen, we have to leave it at that. We've got a break for the news. Bobby, thank you so much for your time this morning. We'll look forward to catching up with you tomorrow. Try and stay warm during the day. I don't think that'll be uh, much problem, mate. And, uh, yeah, I'll keep my fluids up. Well, get, get a motorbike. That'll change very quickly. Thank you, Bobby. Bobby Dean there taking a look at uh, the Sydney scene for us. We'll get a freshwater report from him tomorrow. Kieran will come back straight after the news and um, see if we can't get an update on this weather as we enter the second half of the program, second hour of the program.